We are all resigned to death. It's life we aren't resigned to. Graham Greene. A few nights ago, we were sitting around the dinner table with some friends, talking after dinner. The kids had already left the table, and we were chatting about life, all the aspects of it, the relationships, the jobs, challenges, the opportunities, and reflecting on our time together. And in this very honest, very raw conversation, one person revealed that they were resigned to the life they were leading. They were resigned to the relationship they were in and the work they were doing. That word that they used, resigned, caught my attention. And as you can imagine, especially as I've been actively reflecting on and thinking through the lessons I've learned as part of my great resignation and sharing it with you through this podcast and on our Facebook group, the use of the word resign or resignation in this context had a very different meaning. Let's unpack it together. Hello. I'm Nassim, and welcome to Becoming My Stronger Me, a podcast designed to help you become stronger in mind, body, and heart. Up until a few years ago, my journey was pretty linear, following a traditional path. And then, in a perfect storm of circumstances, I pivoted to pursue a more fulfilling and meaningful life. Join me as I share what I've learned about myself that has helped me to become my stronger me. It's interesting in conversation when you hear a word that has multiple meanings. It sometimes takes a moment to understand which meaning is being used. And in my case, sitting at the table after dinner for conversation with friends, the use of the word resigned struck a chord. The person speaking used the word to refer to their relationship, to the life that they were leading. Let me take a moment to share the definitions I found online for the word resignation or resigned. One definition is the way in which I've been using the word as I refer to my great resignation, where I voluntarily left my job. That is the use of the word I believe is most common, especially in these days, as people have resigned from their roles, their jobs, their careers, and pivoted to other opportunities or found other ways to explore their passions. When I looked up the word resigned or resignation, another meaning came up as well. And this reads, having accepted something unpleasant that one cannot do anything about. When we resign from something, we accept something undesirable cannot be avoided. These are two very different definitions. In one case, voluntarily leaving your job, you are actively changing your path. You are not accepting the situation. You're doing something about it. And there's a sense of agency in that word resignation when it's applied to leaving your job or leaving a career or changing roles. In the other sense of the word, when we accept something unpleasant, when we feel like we can't do anything about it and we're resigned to that situation, 
it lacks that sense of agency. So what do I mean by agency or a sense of agency? A sense of agency is that feeling of control over your actions and their consequences. That feeling of control, the thinking through the decision and the actively writing your resignation letter or submitting it and going through the steps and the process of that job change, this major life pivot, there's a sense of control in that. The other definition, when you're accepting something unpleasant that's happening and feel like you can't do anything about it, it's that sense of agency, not feeling that you have control over the situation and you just have to accept it. So agency is that sense of personal power and control in making a change. The sense of agency evolves through our life. And there have been many studies in developmental psychology. Many psychologists have explored this sense of agency and its impact on our worlds. Dr. Martin Hewson identified three components of those that have a high sense of agency, intentionality, power, and rationality. Proponents of social cognitive theory added three more components, forethought, self-regulation, and self-efficacy. I'll unpack all six of these and just talk about them as one, because I really do think that all six play a role in our sense of agency. And those that have a high sense of agency are high in each one of these components. So let's start with intentionality. Intentionality assumes that humans are making conscious choices for themselves to improve their lives. That humans are goal oriented. They can define their goals and set actions to achieve them in a very intentional way. People with a high sense of agency have high intentionality. The second is power. This is when the person feels that they have the resources, the capabilities, and the knowledge to act on their goals. They have a sense of power in the situation with the resources they have. Again, high power, high agency. The third is rationality. One cannot understand the circumstances of their situation and keep track of their outcomes in a rational way. So rationality encompasses this understanding and ability to recognize and keep track of the actions and the outcomes of those actions. So high rationality, high power, and high intentionality are three of the six components that lead to high agency. The other three that social cognitive theorists added are forethought, self-regulation, and self-efficacy. Forethought is the ability to choose the right actions, especially 
from experiences. So choosing the right actions to achieve your goals and be able to anticipate the outcomes of these actions. So just as rationality was understanding the circumstances and keeping track of the outcomes that occur, forethought is our ability to think about these things in advance and to choose the right actions based on our past experiences. Self-regulation is our capacity to monitor our emotions, behaviors, and motivations as we act on our goals. This is our ability to monitor and adjust accordingly so that we can reach our goals and have better outcomes. Lastly is self-efficacy. This is our belief in our ability to succeed. So as we think about how these six components work together, the intentionality, our power to use our resources, our knowledge, our capabilities, our rationale to understand the circumstances and to keep track of the outcomes, to have the forethought to anticipate the actions we need and the outcomes that they'll produce. And then to self-regulate and ensure that we monitor our emotions and our behaviors and our motivators so that they can be in line with our actions to reach our goals. And lastly, ensuring that we have a belief in our ability to succeed. So how does this relate to resignation as it relates to voluntarily leaving our jobs or our careers and resignation in life, resigning to a situation. Our agency makes a difference here. The feeling that we have that we can control the outcome, that we can shift and pivot and be an active participant in the situation matters. And it adjusts over time. We aren't born with a sense of agency and that sense of agency is just who we are our entire lives. Our experiences, our thoughts, the feedback we get from our environment, all of this contributes to how we develop agency over time. So if you're finding yourself in situations where you feel resigned to it, just accepting what's happening around you, maybe you feel powerless to do anything about it. Think about these four things, these four things that can allow you to go from a low sense of agency to a higher sense of agency. The four are examine your beliefs, practice intentionality, understand your circumstances and find support. When we examine our beliefs about our situation. We are challenging our thoughts and our motivations in that moment about a situation, about the totality 
of the situation that we might be dealing with, whether that be in a professional domain or in a relationship domain, in a family domain, in lifestyle domains. Reflecting on our own beliefs and ensuring that those beliefs are in alignment with our goals and our actions can help us develop a sense of agency. It helps us take a moment and realign those thoughts and beliefs, supporting our ability to do something about it. Practicing intentionality, identifying very particular steps, actions, however small that we can intentionally work on that day or intentionally work on that week or intentionally work on that month to help move us forward. What it allows us to do, it is allows us to get some quick wins, some small wins under our belt to help build our confidence, to help build our self-efficacy. Practicing intentionality helps us break down the actions needed to reach our goals. And being aware and conscious about the intentionality of our actions helps us get from a low agency to a higher sense of agency. Once we begin to actually build some wins along the way, more and more wins will come and we will build momentum. That momentum will give us that greater sense of agency towards our goals. Understanding our circumstances is just as important as understanding our thoughts and beliefs. And I think this is why these go together. The four have to go together in order to make movement, in order to grow in your sense of agency. And lastly, finding support. Many of us will turn toward people around us who may actually have the same sense of agency or may not be fully able or equipped to help us unpack our beliefs, to set some intentional steps, to help us uncover and understand our circumstances. And this is where I highly, highly recommend seeking out coaches, therapists, professionals in the space that can in a structured, neutral fashion, help you, guide you to unpack your thoughts, your behaviors, your actions, your emotions, to help you build that sense of agency, to feel like you have control and power in situations to make a difference. So let's say that we have grown in our sense of agency in a particular domain in our life. We have a high sense of agency, let's say, in your relationship. It doesn't mean that you necessarily feel the same in other domains, in your work world, or vice versa. At different times in our lives, we have different levels of this sense of agency, and it can shift with all sorts of factors. The important thing, however, is to reflect, recognize, and reset. Notice in those three R's, I never once have said to resign to life.
Join me in the Becoming My Stronger Me Facebook group as we talk about questions and reflections from this episode, or send me a message on Instagram at StrongerMe, sharing your story, your questions, your reflections. I'd love to hear from you. Let's learn from each other and build a supportive community so that you can become your stronger you.